0: sex club matt tales after hours i'm matt your host and the creator of matt tales 40 years of gay adventures the autobiographical erotica podcast in sex club i'll talk to guests about gay sex through the last 50 years from cruising and phone lines to apps and cams you'll hear tales from other guys and get to tell your own each episode will include a live moment because you should never leave sex club until you get what you want oh
1: I mean, I grew up in the seventies, so we were free range. I <laughs> mean, just we were wild. Uh, my name is Master A. I'm a dom, I'm a top. And I'm also one half of Sailors by on Twitter or X. But one evening, uh, it got interesting, and all of a sudden, I felt him reaching for my penis, and uh, then, of course, I started getting hard. And this is like my best friend, and he was older than I was, <laughs> but uh, I think he was—I was an early bloomer, so. I think he was rather surprised with my size at the time. Although I was peach fuzz, still I was rather thick already. And uh, so we had oral sex and it started with that, you know, and then eventually I did top him that evening. And uh, it was his first experience too, as far as I know. So as it turns out, I wanted up, that was my start of my being a top. And then uh, a week later, I had sex with his sister. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's all in the family. Did uh-huh. you did that, did that open up um, a sexual desire for other boys? Or was it more about your friendship with him, do you think, that made it comfortable?
1: I already had it. I mean, I think I, I had a desire already. But I had a s- sexual desire already. I mean, I was just an early bloomer. The way they had their setup in their house uh their family had built like this basically a dorm room for all the boys it was just this big room with a bathroom that had these like saloon doors on it so you could and all the boys would sleep up there Uh, myself and then other friends would sleep up there so you'd always see you know it was it was like a gym shower practically and then of course they had porn galore i mean it was just and that was back when you had we and Hustler, I mean, these magazines may still be out. I don't know, but, you know, We and the Hustler, Dream, and, and of course you had Playboy and Penthouse, but but we had some pretty raunchy stuff in the, in the uh, closet. And they even had the old Super 8 movies and stuff. And uh, it was just total total teenage debauchery. My first, the person I had my first experience with we actually had a sexual relationship, even though it was in the closet for a few years. And uh, then it broke, actually it broke off and then it came back years later. Um, but during that time, I, I'm bisexual. So I also had several long relationships uh, with females. That, But in between, I grew up down in South Texas by Corpus Christi and there is the beach Padre Island out there, which I love. It's probably the only thing I love about the area. And uh, there's a section of beach down there that is predominantly uh, frequented by nudist and more free sex people. Yeah. So once I discovered it, and I always was at the beach, but once I discovered it, and I've always been a nudist since I was a kid, I've just been naked. It's just been my, choice. Uh, My parent, my family was not. And when we would go to the beach, I'd get really grumpy because I was just like, why are we wearing clothes? It doesn't make any sense at all. So once I turned 18, I started going to that section of the beach. And that's where the gays and swingers and nudists would kind of hang out. And there were many encounters out there that were just uh, of all natures. And I was a gym rat, so I had a lot of great experiences there. Uh, that's where I saw my first PA, as a matter of fact, uh, which terrified the hell out of me. <laughs> I was an older gentleman, rather hung gentleman. We, we never played. But, uh, he had a very impressive cock and a big, like a two-gauge PA. And uh, years later, I actually got the balls up to... Get a pair, which I had yes. for a few years.
2: Yeah, the YMCA's. It's interesting. I don't think. Uh, again, like I'm not sure some of the younger listeners, they know the song. <laughs> they know the song and they like to make fun of the song, but it really was about the experience of the YMCA, and it's it's still true in smaller towns, I think. But it it was it was very true back then.
1: Yeah, probably even in big cities now, but I don't know how they you know they format the gyms now to be so private. But the wine yeah. y- was a lot of fun. That's for sure.
3: Uh, yeah,
2: it's fun to stay at the YMCA, as the song uh-huh. says.
1: You know, we have a couple of swinger couples we play with from time to time, and uh, but we also have, you know, guys we play with, and that most predominantly guys. But uh, I'm always in search with a couple with a cuck husband.
2: And is that that's is, my dumb nature? It's, yeah, it's it's good. I I like it. Um. And if you, have you, I, I, you seem like very comfortable in your own skin, but is there a time that you had to become more comfortable identifying that way? And if, have you had resistance from the gay community when you say that?
1: I mean, if someone says something or said something, it's just like, I just, you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. I would say it's more concerned <laughs> with uh, friends I had growing up that didn't know me as being bisexual Mm -hmm. and also you know a lot of people when they hear bisexual they just tag you as gay which is you know whatever i don't care it doesn't matter to me i guess i really became comfortable or just stopped giving a fuck uh when i turned about 30s mid-30s
2: so where you are now is is there a community that like um how do you meet people that you you know um have sex with or bring into your world or form relationships with is it on apps now is it basically mostly apps versus going out and cruising like we did back in the day
1: it is and i miss cruising and we still do cruise i mean there's there's a couple of parks in austin now with sniffy's app we meet a lot of we meet guys through there um and i've actually had some interactions not physical but interactions communicating with uh a few bisexual couples as well through there, but haven't met any yet. I've uh, been on recon. That's how I met my partner, a uh, ginger slave. And, uh, and we met, we met in uh, January of, was it 2013 or 2012? I think it was 2012. 2012. Uh, yeah. via recon. Uh, so recon, even though I hardly use it now, I still, uh, Communicate with some people on there, and that grinder, mm, <laughs> grinders is just irritating. But um, but we seem to be cruising more, cruising more now because of sniffies, mm. and uh, which which we enjoy quite a, quite a bit.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, cruising is a little bit of a lost art, and it's. Uh, I mean, I guess there are new ways to define cruising. So can you, can you tell me how the two of you met and what the desire was to get together?
1: Yeah, uh, we met through recon and, uh, he's twink and he's a ginger and I, my ex-wife is a ginger. I think I've pretty much exclusively only had what I would call relationships with gingers. Uh, so it's just, it's my fetish. It really is. And, uh.
2: What do you think there is about it? Or does, you just don't question it, you just enjoy it.
1: They're just always switched on. <laughs> I tend to feel gingers are always nymphomaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going <a> to generalize there. <laughs> To any ginger who takes offense, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> there are worse than you can. That's not really an insult if you're in the right mindset. It's a compliment. Well, you,
3: you, never know. you never know. So tell us uh, how you.
2: So tell us more about how the two of you got together.
1: Uh, well, we started communicating via recon, and he's a like I said, he's he's a sub, and he's my he's my property, and he's been such since we met. Uh, But when we were communicating, I actually have a very large double-headed dragon tattoo on my torso, and it starts at at my shoulder and goes all the way down my back, down my left leg. And he's into gaming and D&D and all this, and he's a little bit of an artist in that. And he had actually drawn up a sketch when he was younger, Uh, of such a kind of a character so when he saw my photos on recon uh, I guess that hooked him aside from my cockpit so that's (laughs) 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 Um, so we made arrangements to me and uh, I told him to show up and this is my usual order is show up in a jockstrap loose 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 athletic shorts, flip-flops, and a loose tee. And be ready to be naked and down on your knees when you get into my condo within five seconds. And he followed every order. <laughs> and let's say I was fucking him within the next, within 30 seconds of him walking in. And he was bent over the kitchen counter getting his ass pounded and bred
3: hmm
1: so and he definitely was down on his knees within five seconds and naked from walking in nice uh yeah. that same night I collared him and I put a cage on his cock and uh kept him caged up for a while and he was 20 at the time 20? Or yep. 20 20. he was 20. uh so very and how
2: key... old were you how old were you at the time
1: at the time I was 45 or 6. Okay. Oh, like 46, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a considerable age of difference between us. Uh, but luckily, uh, we get along with this family.
2: Uh, when we were talking back and forth on on X, which is the idea of uh, creating like a nude sailing. Uh, yes. Yeah. Tell me about that idea.
1: Yeah. It's. Um, it's our plan to uh, start a business of uh, basically a charter sailing business that caters to uh, folks in a freer lifestyle and uh, nudists, swingers, LGBT, you know, anyone is an anyone all are invited, um, you know, to be free on our cruises and that, and, you know, to whatever extent, They want to be, you know, Um, and I'd say that's probably going to execute in two years. And we actually bought a new boat, which is an 80-foot sailing yacht. It's a gorgeous sailing yacht that we're going to get. It's on the East Coast, and we're going to move that to the West Coast. And we'll be based out of SoCal somewhere. And taking trips, we we want to really... We don't want to do the afternoon boozy cruise thing. Yeah, Uh, We want to cater to people who want to go out to Catalina or any of the other islands for two and three (laughs) nights, but out on anchor, you know, around the island, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're looking at that venture and uh, we will do it. That's for sure. Nice. so we're, I'm trying to figure out the best avenue for getting the word out when the time comes. Yeah. Literally. And <laughs> So, so yeah, we'll see, see what happens.
2: Yeah, that sounds great. I love that you're making it into um, like a little bit of an adventure, you know, like a destination to Catalina versus the booze cruise thing, because there's so many of those, you know, and they're just not sexy anymore. I don't know if I'm don't sure they were ever sexy, but, but I love the idea of Catalina. Catalina. I know a little, I know, I don't know well, but I know I've been there a few times. It's yeah, very, it's, very sexy on its own. There's something uh, about being a big movie set, you know,
1: even That's if we what don't what do that, we still will invite everyone to join us <laughs> Be free be naked and enjoy, sit back, relax, have a drink, you know, enjoy the view. Um, enjoy your luck. enjoy your partner <laughs> enjoy your friends and and hang out you know
2: yeah and be free i like the way i like the i like how you use the word free um, yeah like i like the way you use it a lot yeah
1: um people i'm in you music. comfortable yeah and, and, and knowing and knowing um um how to let other people be comfortable you know and that so, yeah
2: yeah that the way you use it is very inclusive of people which is I which I like a lot at this point in your life like what what turns you on
1: what turns me on uh gingers still turn me on uh a hung bottom turns me on uh a hung bottom really turns me on um <laughs> uh, being naked being in a place where I we can, we can be naked. We can be free. Uh, we love having sex in front of other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we definitely enjoy watching people have sex, but we enjoy folks watching us have sex. That's for sure. Uh, what else turns me on? <laughs> the list of the wind blows. <laughs>
3: <laughs> A partner.
1: My 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 partner definitely turns me on. Ginger slave, he definitely turns me on.
3: You definitely his his
1: his pale cock and pale balls and red pubes, which he's not allowed to shave. He can shave his balls and trim his cute little butthole, but uh, he's not allowed to shave his pubes.
3: (laughs) Gotta have something to grab onto.
1: (laughs) Gotta have something to grab onto. That's right. And, big uh, big cocks and cages turn me on
3: <laughs> well,
2: all right fair enough, fair enough
1: You can ask them anything you
3: want and go into <laughs> the
1: same conversation.
2: Thank you. Go now, tell me a little bit about about who you are when it comes to this.
3: Let's see what turns me on succinctly would be loss of control. so being tied up, being rustled down, being forced in any capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> a big turn on. And then being watched while getting fucked or sucking dick, that really fucking turns me on. You like, like to
1: watch daddy fuck?
3: Yes. Though. So, you hesitated. Well, <laughs> so I'd rather be the one getting fucked. <laughs> okay. a, little, a little bit of jealousy, uh-huh. but.
1: As long as you can you happy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know I'm not going anywhere.
2: <laughs> but tell yeah, tell me what draws you to your partner. What is it about him that that you love?
3: Mm. Well, that I love. That's a lot harder a question. But I lost. <laughs> there should be so much you should love.
2: Lost <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what... or love. You, whatever, whatever you want to
3: Harder to put into words though. Okay. Sure. My scent. <laughs> oh yes. Especially after a hard day of work, burying my face right between his crotch and his right in his crotch between his balls and his thigh. Mm.
2: What else uh, do you like? What else makes you wanna serve him or do things for him? Like what else do you like?
3: Uh, definitely is when he's being dominant, uh, that just gets me so hard so quick, <laughs> and yeah, he's just sexy.
2: Do you ever get jealous? Is that part of the relationship? Is it part of like the the good, the bad, the heat of it?
3: Very light now. It was more significant earlier in the relationship, but
1: we've never really had a jealousy I mean you do exactly what I tell you to do you only play with the people I tell you to play with Mm -hmm. I pick them all out (laughs) and I will play with whoever the fuck I want
2: to pick does jealousy ever turn you on
3: no not really but I did after a while, just kind of not really feel that jealousy anymore. What really gets me going is pleasing other people. So him getting pleasure from someone else is still pleasurable for me.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is there, was there anything that you, that took a while for you to adjust to in the beginning? It sounds like when you met from his description, you went, you, you got it right away. <laughs> Wait, was there any? Was there anything that you had to work through yourself to like let go of, or you know, before you could be completely submissive?
3: I was pretty damn submissive. Yeah, completely submissive. Yeah. <laughs> how
2: about how about before you met then, when, as you're, you know you were, become, like when you're discovering your your own self in your own young life, was there something? How did you realize your that submission was your your sort of comfortable place?
3: No, looking back retrospectively, it's like, oh, yes, I really want to wrestle with other men and lose. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, that's very, very submissive. <laughs> First guy who ever fucked me definitely helped me in that regard. He uh, had a thing for bondage. Hell, every time he picked me up, he would have me at least partially stripped. And then suck him off while he was driving to his place. That was always fun.
2: Do you get uh, people turned on, or do you get any pushback on your age difference ever? Any negativity or people thinking it's do you get any judgment at all on it?
1: we We definitely have gotten funny looks, yeah, uh, i th- I think I'm like I guess I'm I'm kind of used to navigating. Like in between groups, um, so so we might might not be forthcoming right off the bat to some people, but um eventually if they're around us long enough, you know, I just say he's my partner, you know, in, in those situations I was surrounded we were surrounded by so many people that knew that you know the folks that when, if we were in a party setting and some new folks found out, you know we felt comfortable we knew we had the backup of folks around us and that so I just make sure to surround us with people that uh, we don't have to be concerned with. that's cool.
2: do you, do people think he's your son just naturally? oh I mean, a lot
1: no that happens right. a lot and, and it still happens, you know um, always makes me smile and chuckle
3: <laughs> and and
1: and I say, that's right. you're my boy, you're my son. I often refer to him as my son on X.
3: He had locked up my dick. And all I could think, and it was one of the first times I had it locked for an extended period of time. And all I could think of while having pleasant conversation at dinner was, they can totally tell. They can totally tell. They can totally tell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they totally expected me to have your cop in a cage.
3: <laughs>
1: Listen,
2: I've I've only known you like 45 minutes and it's not I, I totally expected to. But what does that do for you to cage his cop? Like what does that do?
1: Oh, it's just ownership. I mean, uh, he's given himself to me and he's entrusted he's entrusted himself to me. So yeah, it, it's about trust, it's about giving oneself up and also um you know um being the owner of that trust so so yeah it, it means a lot to me quite honestly it turns me the fuck on and uh, i've caged a quite a few subs but he's my permanently caged one
2: <laughs> i love that and what does it feel like for you to be on the other side of that uh,
3: i love the loss of control as I mentioned before, but uh also a little bit of masochism in me, because every time I get hard in that cage, it hurts so good.
2: <laughs> and the idea when he when you hear him say he owns you and ownership of you, what is how does that make you feel?
3: Proud definitely is one of the first words that comes to mind. Happy, always smile.
2: yeah people can't see you but i can tell you he's smiling (laughs) and seems very very happy to be sitting right where he's sitting
4: if i think back to you know uh when i was a teenager or in my 20s or 30s and and began to imagine that in my 60s, I'd still be actively, uh, you know, having sex. Yes, cheers to that. What does, what
2: does having sex mean to you now?
4: Um, It's just about, uh, you know, just exploring everything and anything that comes along. I've spent so many decades closeted and hiding and fearful and ashamed and worried about what other people might think of me. And, um, Actually, you know, once you get over those barriers and 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 forget all those, uh, you know, anxieties, life's life's you know it's it's fun. Enjoy it, do it. There is no shame in these things. And um, I, I've joined this um, dating hookup site. I don't know if you have it in the in the US. It's called Fab Guys, and uh, it's quite good because it, you have to leave a review. So once you've hooked up with someone, you swap reviews. So it's wow. it's really it's really good in ascertaining whether the person that you're interested in is for real and is actually going to turn up and and commit to having a a, a date or a session or whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I've been sort of I've been quite active on that, and uh, and amazed that the guys who are hooking up or um, you know, winking at me or, or whatever, are in their 40s, a lot of them. What people want is someone with a bit of conversation and a bit of life experience and who's not going to sort of fanny about and, and you know, beat about the bushes and just get on with having a good time and having sex in, in all its myriad, uh, you know, yeah. ways that you can.
2: I love that.
4: Yeah, it's not a huge, I mean, it's not like Grindr or Tinder or any good. of those big ones, you know. <laughs> good. Yeah, good, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, and there are still quite a lot of time wasters on there, but you get, you know, you get to read the red flags, you know, and the warning signs, and, you know, yeah. if they've not got any, they've not got any, um, uh, you, you know, reviews, as it were, or they've not got any photographs or, and things yeah. like that, then, then you just steer, steer clear. But very, um, I yeah. think
2: that's very much needed. That is a good step for these sites, don't you think? I mean, that's a yeah. very, very good move
4: for any of the sites
2: to have in a way. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, I yeah. don't really know how the others work. I I, I was on Grinder, but I haven't been on Grindr for yeah. oh, years and years because I just didn't. It just yeah. wasn't for me. But this is more interactive and more sort of. i think it's a it's a sort of a crossover between a dating site and a hookup site but basically it's a hookup site but you know i've met a couple of guys who i've seen regularly um you know and you know that's nice but i've also got I've, i've also um i went along i don't i don't know if you know you will know this of course you will you've been around the block you know i don't know things. what you're
2: implying yes <laughs> <Right>.
4: <laughs> so the like the bait community the bait bait world and the yes. beta bro community anyway yes there's we have in the uk in london a beta bro event which is like a monthly event there's no sucking or fucking it's just masturbating and the lights are on and you know you're just in this soup of flesh and um and again, you know, when I went along to that, it was a lot of trepidation because you don't know what you're going into. And sure. you know, anything, anything new that you've not done before, of course you're a bit nervous and a bit anxious about what, you know, stepping over the threshold and what's sure. going to, what's going to be happening. Yeah.
2: Um, part of the excitement too, but yeah, for sure.
4: Yeah. Part of, yeah. Part of the thrill of it. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, again, I was the oldest guy there. I, I, I'm oh. sure of it, but no one really took any notice. Um of that fact and um yeah it's just an amazing amazing um thing to um experience i've never really you know it's not like going to a sauna or a sex club or anything like that because there are strict rules there's no one sort of going around telling people you must do this you mustn't do that but people the guys just innately know how to behave and what is allowed and what's not And, uh, yeah, really sort of liberating. Almost, I guess, like, it's almost a sort of pagan thing. It seems to ignite something very deep Uh um, within within oneself. Yeah, it's really, really strange, a ritualistic and a bonding brotherhood almost. And it was very much like, these are men. There's, you know, there, there was no getting away from that is and I think being clothed as well you can put on a disguise or put on a front if you like or it just express yourself and, it, and your personality or whatever
2: yeah But of course when can you, you're can all, you tell when, me what the room was like are, so the guys are close so you have your clothes on are you in small groups or big groups or how does it like no, how so, does work uh,
4: yeah so so it's in a club in London called the bunker so there's this flight of steps down it's all underground um and then there's a small change. yeah there's a small (laughs) changing area and you basically get your kit off you can keep your underwear on or your jock strap or your cock ring or whatever but basically you're naked apart from shoes uh and You go through to a bar area and, you know, you get a complimentary drink. That's all very nice. And you chat with people Um, and they have um, what they call big bros there. So those are guys who will um, assist people who are a bit nervous, who've never been before, show you around, tell you what's what. And then basically there's two or three large rooms where guys congregate, Mm -hmm. sit around on, on benches and masturbate together and just, you know, And in one area, there was like this bed on a on a dais, you know, in the middle of the room and people were just sat around watching what's going on. And it was really, really very sexual, obviously, but in this sort of ritualistic brotherhood, I can only describe it as a brotherhood way. I don't know if you've been to any sort of circle jerk or jerk off clubs and things like that, but
2: talking
4: to talking to other guys who have. That's much more of a, uh, a, a, you know, you arrive, you, you jack off and you go. Whereas this was like over the course of a whole afternoon. Um, Yeah. But really, yeah. Incredible. So I've been doing all those sorts of things.
2: Amazing. That's so good. That's the kind of new thing. That's like a good new thing to do. I mean, you know, you and I've talked about this, like anytime your head is involved in this, you know, is anytime your head's involved in fucking and sucking or whatever, it just makes it so much better when there's like something to it. And I think yeah. like, you know, at our age, if we don't have, I mean, listen, we can do it without it too, but like, it's not as much, doesn't, it doesn't feel the same any, anymore, you know, just to get off. I've done it like in a, a video store, like in a sex video store where there were guys standing outside the booths, you know, and then everyone, you know, you kind of come out of the booth and stand there and join them. And I've done it with probably you know, five or six or seven guys in a, just standing in a, in that like sort of damp hallway. Um, it's not yeah. the same thing that you're talking about at all, but there is definitely something about watching someone else do that without yeah. it knowing what, you know, you said a minute ago, like knowing what the rules are, like you just, it, it takes a lot of things out. And so you can concentrate on sort of like what's happening. And I I did get a little, I did get a little bit of that, but nothing like you're describing, but I love that. Yeah. you're doing it. How did you, how did you find I mean- it?
4: How did you find it? How did I find it? Um, gosh, I don't know. They they did a um, they've been doing like a weekly um, space event on Twitter, okay. talking about talking about uh, this and other things. Yeah. Um, and they and the um, the Beta Bro event is a, a monthly thing. Yeah. So I heard about it and I thought, well, you know, I'll give that I'll give that a go. See what see what that's like. But you know, you were saying in the video store there was like i don't know 10 guys or whatever well this is like yeah. 50 60 80 guys you know it's a whole different thing oh for but, sure yeah. Um, yeah yeah but yeah really really interesting yeah really interesting
2: it's funny so, it's just um, like in that video store is one of the few times anyone ever has their had their clothes on you know
4: <laughs> yeah
2: and i remember you know funny about clothes and no clothes right i haven't really gotten i haven't really thought this through very much no one's brought it up yet in the interviews but um There's definitely something about when you're out, like if you're out in the woods or you're out, you know, behind an alleyway somewhere (laughs) or in the video store, the clothes don't clothes don't come off for the most part, you know, clothes stay on. And it's funny, you know, I thought about you're actually kind of like having sex with the character, like whatever they're not a character but who however they're dressed is part of them right so they could be very yeah. preppy they could be very like boots and construction worker they can be very so when the clothes are on and they don't come off it's funny it's like an extra layer of masculinity or something that gets added and it's funny i'm just thinking about it as you were talking like that's definitely part of the draw i think of meeting someone outside house you know outside of their room or whatever but um it's interesting right it's not quite like 70s it's not quite like going out after a bar in like Leather Daddy. Indie. It's not that. Yeah. It's, like, it's just the smell of clothes, too. the smell of what they're wearing and stuff. is. is yeah. Right? yeah. Anyway.
4: But I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, quite, I was just interested in the fact that, you know, when we're all naked yeah. together, we are all exactly the same. <laughs> you know all but all different obviously you know different body sizes and shapes and whatever but basically we're we're all humans and we're all we've all got the same bits and pieces and yeah. um yeah and i think that that's what's important connecting with you know connecting with someone just on that basic as i say sort of i don't know sort of pagan level really yeah, yeah really interesting so and another yeah. thing i've got to tell you um yeah, yeah so I'll another thing that too. I've, <laughs> uh, well i'm living through you
2: now <laughs> oh bless what else are you up to
4: <laughs> so uh, i guess this is all tied up with getting older and and thinking about you know leaving something behind and um so i had a, a nude portrait done did you yeah which, wow that's which was a which great was that's amazing interesting yeah another interesting experience how did you um, get to,
2: how did you get to it who how did you decide to do that
4: well, I've been thinking about it for a while because um, I wanted to, I wanted to have something that uh, reflected who, exactly who I am, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and without the sort of costume that we all wear and different yeah. costumes that we wear, okay. um, and and for so, and to tell a story about you yeah. know where I am in my life and you know how. Uh, you know how num- how we believe that life is infinite, but it isn't. You know that we all see the end coming, and um, you know, and when you get to to my age, it's sort of it's getting nearer, of course. And um, yeah, so I wanted to leave something behind. Um, so it's not a, it's not an erotic or sexual yeah. um, portrait, but uh, but of course, once you take your clothes off, there is that sort of um, level of uh, sexualization so uh yeah so that was an interesting thing anyway it was it was a friend of mine who's an artist and i really like the stuff that he was doing and um i just sort of just talked to him about it and he came down um, he lives in a, a in devon which is a long way away so anyway he came down for the day and um we spent a long time chatting about what what i wanted and what he thought and you know we set up a room and then um I sort of took my top off and we took some photos and he said, uh, well, you know, uh, do you want to get naked? So I said, yes, of course, you know, it, but that's that was a very intimate um, scenario, you know, just to have someone close like that in the room and you're naked and they're not. But um, yeah, you soon forget about the, the, that actually. And it's all about trying to project uh, this image. So yeah, so I did that. So that was interesting, but I haven't put it up on the wall yet. I don't know quite where to put it.
0: You're checking out of Sex Club, Matt Tell's After Hours throw your towel into the basket and please come back for more hot guests and gay sex please leave a rating or review hit me up if you want to tell your story or submit your audio go to matt and follow matt Tells and the sex club on instagram or facebook at matt tales gay adventures you can always message the fuck out of me at matt at gmail.com hey this is matt your host special shout out to a good friend in Southern California for providing us with those beautiful sounds of fucking and sucking also provided by your host and check out my fetish page on Twitter at watches muscle.
1: You can find us and see all our exploits that we care to share with the world on X and you can find us by at sailors by and it'll be master a and ginger slayer.
4: This is David LaDain. You can find me at David LaDain on Twitter and Instagram or at having Gay underscore sex on Twitter and more about my books on www.davidladain.com That's amazing. You wanted to wrestle with other guys and this is
2: one of the... Like that's like one of the best things anyone's ever said in an interview to me that's so good so good thank you